You just don't get it, do you? Am I supposed to get it? Is that what I'm supposed to do these days? Because <laughs> I don't get anything. And you also made me sit through another crap episode. I did this? Yeah. Why me? Because you're not allowing me to skip. <laughs> We're never going to skip. Bro. I just need to We're skip. Just one. You know what? I should get one a season. Now we just skip and we just don't do because it's so horrible. Nah. We do every single episode. You know what we put down on that description. It was like we signed a contract, bro. No. Okay, that's it. I'm doing Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, bro. You are doing Gossip Girl. Yeah, by myself. Yeah. <laughs> a single show. <laughs> just me talking about would it. Would you just talk about it, or would you talk to yourself about <laughs> I'm it? I'm going to talk to myself. <laughs> Get in arguments with myself about it. No, but wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Should she have done that? I don't know. I think she should have, but wait. Should she have? <laughs> yeah, but get this. God. Would that make me crazy? You might get some followers on that. I was going to say 500 followers. You think there's not people doing that right now? If they're having conversations with themselves, then we need to talk. Good. Yeah. Someone needs the, to make a call. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't need to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna... <laughs> we don't need to talk to them. Would they, someone, could, someone else can handle that. Yeah, we... We call the Smallville police because they know how to solve crimes. Do they? They're a good batch of people. That's for damn sure. These cops in this episode are so bad. You thought Ethan was bad, They're huh? so... Oh, my... <laughs> what is this? What is the training program for this place? That's what I want to go and watch. How do you train them? I want to be officer. Gun badge. Good luck. That's what they do. They just say, gun badge. Good luck. Do you have to deal with people's problems? No. Make sure you roll your eyes at them and never believe a word that they say. If it's a victim, tell the victim to go screw themselves because you're busy. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. That's what they do, right? That's what a small town does. And the episode title... Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's the episode title is Obscura. I, you know, I get that part. I don't get that part. Really? Yeah. What's that? What's that supposed to mean? Well, so it means in a camera, like Obscura. So meaning there's like a darkened, I guess, scope lens. Okay, this is so dumb already. Oh my well, god. I'm saying so. You already I know the correlation there. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. That's what. That's what it means. So that's why it's called that. Is that what? Because this is an episode of That's So Raven. <laughs> you you got that so Raven vibes? Uh, I actually put oh so we're going into Minority Report and she's a precog. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Damn what a li that sucks. We're gonna have to shave that her head would now. Suck. Would you rather have yeah? Would you rather have that life or that so Raven? That's so Raven, Raven for sure. Because at least you have a family still, and you're <laughs> not kept in a tank of water. And you're actually normal. You know, normal life. Murder. <laughs> Bro, yeah, she was uh, she was giving off big. Uh, Lana gives off big Raven Baxter vibes in this. I got you. No, no, no. You know what it is? It's as if you know America. You know, I guess now in twenty twenty two decided to reboot That's a Raven, and it was just some random Canadian Japanese actress, <laughs> and she was the Vision. But instead, we'll call her Lana. You know what? I don't think that. It that may be made, actually. That's probably still <laughs> like going to be made. you remove the Superman part about it, yeah, sure, his name's Clark, but it's no Superman ties here, and it's just about Lana and her vision. Dude, the problem is, this would not be on Disney from the way they are showing some of these shots and what she's able to see. There's no way Disney Channel is going to release this. Uh, that's so Lana. <laughs> Let's get into that's so Lana. <laughs> 
That's the Lana So Obscura episode 20 of season 1, our second to last episode of the season. We open up to a horse ride. By the way, you know they paid for a helicopter to fly as they rode (laughs) these horses so that they could capture this shot. Because drones were made in 2002, so they had a helicopter make this scene. This scene is so beautiful and romantic. I love it. Where it's Whitney and Lana riding their horses because it's been such a long time since they've done this. Whitney now is in a much better mood after his father has passed. Yeah, because Lana even says, you know, I thought maybe this would be a good idea to kind of get your mind off of things. Well, he's been, he even says, sorry, I've been kind of out of it lately. Yeah, Whitney, your dad just died. Yeah. I um, I don't think that's out of it. Why are you sorry? (laughs) You have no reason to apologize here. Lana looks at me, you better be. And then Winnie, oh, I'm just not taking anything for granted anymore. You know what? And I'm finally, it seems like after last episode, you would think Lana would be grossed out by Whitney, (laughs) wanting to finally break up with him. Now she seems to be going back on the Whitney train, where it seems the relationship is back on track. Yeah, really back on track. But is she still... She looks happy in this episode, she does which look is happy. actually kind of pissing me off. Because yeah, then cause... it's like, how do you just flip the switch like this? What Fake. <laughs> Fake, that... bro. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Yo, who's a Whitney fan now? Because I kind of am. Um, Whitney needs to leave her. <laughs> I just want Whitney in the show. Lana can now You know, maybe leave. Lana's been the problem since he tied up Clark on the Scarecrow. Thing. Maybe Lana should join the army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she should be the one to do it. Oh, I like that. So, on their ride here, what, what happens? An explosion. Explosion. It spooks the horses. Where whenever you see an explosion, you know what you do? Let's go <laughs> see it. Yeah, you don't even take your horses to it. You no, because you don't want to hurt your horses. You want to hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. Like it wouldn't be like everyone's going down when we're going over here. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got a report from two cops who are, I guess, show themselves uh, about this gas explosion. And then, so there's a fire on one pipe. And then there's a really big, shaky one on the other one. And you're telling me no one is seeing, not even paying attention to the other pipe. Well, I, I feel like if this is your job, you should be everywhere. Well, hold on, Joseph. You got to give the scene some credit here. We have a random dude to the left while Whitney starts running towards him. If you pause and you see him, he is digging a hole right next to the I fire. I think he's going to go and just like try to box the fire up real quick. Is that what he's like, doing? He's, gonna throw he's got hands a big pull like he's, he's digging he's a hole there. He's about to throw hands with it. Okay, these workers, to your point... What is going? What's in the water in Smallville? That's what we. This is crazy. Apparently, it's not water. It's gas. The, <laughs> big explosion happens. Whitney and Lana go, and the workers, why does Whitney run to this? Because he has to be the savior. Because just like what he talks about later on, uh, sometimes you could be more than just a football player. Clark, I think, has taught him this. I think Whitney has been overshadowed in a way where he's like, if Clark can do these things, so can I. Yeah. It's kind of like a comparison. I feel like it's, you know, like an eagle. So you're fighting for the theory that Whitney wants to be kind of like Clark now. Yeah. Actually, I am. He sees that Clark's a good guy. I think him and Whitney are best. They should be best friends. This whole episode, they're like buddies, pretty much. Yeah, they should be buddies. Again, screw Lana. (laughs) So, (laughs) Whitney then goes, runs over there. We have the shaky pole where Whitney's like, hey, look at this. Whitney told Lana, hey, Lana, leave. 
Lana then says, I should stay here and look at the shaky pole. I'm not going to do anything you just said to me right now. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that a man trying to tell me what to do? Yeah, Woody, I don't think you know who runs this shit right now. <laughs> I don't think you know. Listen, but yeah, you have a 17-year-old telling that grown-ass man what to do. And look what he does. He shakes a little bit and doesn't even go there yet. What I love is, everybody clear out. Doesn't even care that Lana's standing there. Doesn't even tell Lana or tries to do anything. Lana, get out of here. Well, no, that was Whitney. That was oh, the worker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying the worker specifically looks at Lana and says, Well, she's screwed. All right, everybody back. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> See you later. They completely say she's gone. Hey, random girl. What are Look you out. Should have listened to the boyfriend. Look, we got the, we we have the opening scene. We got the opening explosion. scene uh, explosion in the credits right here. And look at that. It exploded, right, as Lana's running away and she gets. Just blown away with kryptonite rock, obviously meteor rock, and, Falling on top and of dust. And there's there's another explosion too. So you would think Lana would be even more near to that second explosion, where she should probably be dead. Dude, they they have their budget, man. They they spend their budget in different places here. Well, now we're getting to the end, so now we have money to spend. Okay, so. This is actually a big scene. It is actually, and I didn't, we don't really realize yeah, it. Yeah, can you rewind like yeah. right as they show? I up. will, because <laughs> yeah, you can get into it here while I do this. Okay, and so so Lana's coming too. She's kind of in the middle of maybe passing out. She's seeing the officers run up to her with Whitney, of course, and so this is a significant scene because. There's a link to the first person who walks up to her. And it's whenever who they look in the eyes, right? Yeah, is in that the eyes. Okay. So Lana comes about. It is. It is. It the is. First one. Okay. So the significance, yeah, we have the two officers. One of them is coming into focus first for Lana, straight in her face. And so that's supposed to be significant here. We don't find that out until later. And so Lana is now, I guess, awake. And they're going to take her to the hospital where we have Clark now. Checking up on his side hoe. No, he does not look <laughs> at her like that. But yes, to go back to what you her, said. His sister. <laughs> God, I, by the way, that just pisses me off. You even saying that. Hey, sis. What's up, Whitney? <laughs> but going back to what you said. Yes, when it comes to now, that would be... I thought with the son in the background of the police officer... That that was something, but never what they explain at the end with he, what the meaning behind it was. Yeah, no, for sure. And even... Because even the three together, when they're like, oh my god, are you okay? Because the scene is unorthodox already. We There's literally no other scene in, of that in this whole season. It, and we're... Just, and we're just supposed to expect that. So it already looked weird. I get what you mean. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, this, why was that was Why is this son like... It, um, looks like the Clark ripping the garbage truck and, they, and then the sun behind and it. And it's also the fact, too, that, oh, they keep showing the cops. Yes. First thing in the episode, you know what I mean? Which, yes, because they immediately course, call. Usually, and then, you yes. know, whoever's being shown first is most likely going to be in the rest of the episode. Well, and I thought it would usually be Ethan that shows up, to your other point earlier. Oh. I was like, hey, so where is Officer Ethan? Who are these bozos? Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So it was a little off there. and But now let's go back to the Clark showing up to his best friend Whitney and his sister Lana. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Whitney's just saying Lana's passed out, and Clark's genuinely asking Whitney, how you holding up, man? Well, like, what's going on, bro? Whitney was hoping that this would be the last time that he would ever have to be in a hospital. And then you remember, wow, Whitney, life sucks. 
<laughs> oh no. Whitney's life sucks, man. I should probably tell him that his girlfriend doesn't like him. <laughs> hey, so I think she was going to break up with you last episode, but then you told her your dad died, so she was like, I'll stick around. Hey, Whitney, she got jealous whenever I kissed Chloe. Yeah. She got, like, really, really jealous. She literally was crying seeing me hold hands with her. And then she said, here's your buy money. <laughs> and, oh, and Chloe to shows interrupt up. the conversation, yeah. we got Chloe. And this is the first time we get to see them after the whole, oh, hey, um, well, okay. we should spend a lot more time together. And that's what I wanted to go back to here. And that's why I'm going to have to pause it. Because I just want to go back to last episode with the Indy. So we were supposed to believe that what happened? That they were just going their separate ways or something? And that they were never going to... Because Chloe realized that Clark would never love her as much as he loved Lana. Mm -hmm. And Lana and him gave each other that weird look at the end. Yep. I said it was beautiful. But now I'm confused with this episode. <laughs> because in a way, it's like Clark and Chloe didn't miss a beat. Everything that happened with Chloe having her doubts about him kind of seemed gone in this episode. Yeah. Where they seem to be getting closer because even Clark, when she shows up, well, I thought you'd be halfway to Metropolis. What are you doing here, silly goose? <laughs> like, he seems genuinely excited to see her. He seems to be smiling more around Chloe like he had the Lana smiles, except now it's for her. Chloe smiles, bro. Chloe smiles, man. They exist. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, bro, every time they're on scene together this episode... I kind of love it. I love it. I told you Chloe is the one. <laughs> but here has to be your favorite part in the episode, of right? This has but to But also, be your I need to talk about it as well because it doesn't make sense to me. Okay, yes, because this is your favorite where Chloe introduces her cousin. Yeah, so I'm going to, I'm officially going to go with she has to have another cousin. Because another cousin in Metropolis that she's staying with to interview. But hear for me, hear me out on this. Planet? Hear me out on this. So she says to Clark, "I'm crashing in my cousin's dorm for this um, internship, whatever interview yeah, or something." Yeah, interview for the internship. Yeah, and so um, I'm gonna stay there. But of course, as any Smallville fans know, later on her cousin, her cousin, ends up being Lois Lane, obviously a big, significant person in Superman's life. Who? Lois Lane, bro. <laughs> Don't who's, treat her like that. Who's that? <laughs> and well, my thing is, when she is introduced, she has to take her last senior year of high school because and not, and not go straight to college. Yeah. So, so why would she not be able to stay with her? I'm crashing my cousin's dorm. Yeah. That would mean she's in college. Yeah. And older. Well, okay. Joseph, I think we're going to have to just shock this up. There's, a, there's junior colleges here. Junior colleges have to be at work. It's the only way to explain another scene that's going to come up in this episode with their ages. Yeah, because she literally does her only one senior year of Smallville High and goes straight to college. And of course, Clark does too. What if, okay, so, what if they she, found out that she didn't have certain credits in order for her to get into the college courses? So she had to go back to high school to get those credits so then she could be able to I wanna, go into college. I want to say you're partially right on at least the credit portion because I do know she mentions that whenever Boom, she dude. moves here. Boom, dude. But I don't know if it's exactly that. Okay, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm, I win. Like I said, officially I'm saying Chloe has another cousin. It's not Lois that she's talking no, about. No, no, it's Lois she's talking about. No, because she didn't even show up till season four, bro. I'm sorry, but it's Lois. 
Alright, so now we're going back. We're going to go back into the conversation, I guess, yeah. You're so mad. <laughs> Alright, so now Clark is saying, you need to stop worrying. I could be able to take I'm care of take care of the torch. You're just sitting there and you're so thinking, Clark's fucked, man. He's not going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. But he's going to be able to survive without her. I don't think he's going to be able to survive. Do you think that he even has a chance in hell to make the torch even an issue or even to write an article by himself? I don't think he's able to. Bro, he struggles when she's there. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Chloe, though, are you going to wish me luck? Clark, you don't need it because I know you're always going to do great. I hate what he did to her, though. Like, what do you mean, what did he like, do just, to her? Like, keep on trucking, you know? What just pats he... her arm and shit and just rubs it. But she does the little walk away and then turns around and gives him a smile. Where then he smiles back, which is, again, a positive moment for their relationship. I also, Clark is needing to get to know even more of his best buddy. Because <laughs> we're going to leave Lana away. Whitney, you want to go grab a cup of coffee somewhere? Just me and you? Let's yeah. go talk about how much we hate her. <laughs> And yeah, so they go up. He, he Whitney kisses Lana goodbye for a second, and it looks like Lana is having some premonition. Precog, precog vision for minority. She's report. having a vision. Um, a ball and, is about to come down right now, and it's about to be engraved with Chloe's. <laughs> and so she's seeing through the eyes, I guess, of a kidnapper because they are kidnapping Chloe right outside the Smallville Medical Center, and it looks like it's happening in current time. Yeah. So not even a vision. What would you call that? I. Would... It's a vision. I mean, is it, though? Because, like, a vision is like a premonition, no? All right. And she's not telling the future. She can see what's happening in that current moment, no? So what would you call the inside-out Pixar characters that are able to be inside of somebody and then see through their eyes? So it's like a bit of her joy went into his mm. body, and then she was able to transmit. Interlinking. Yes. Does that work? That's got to work, right? That, that makes so much sense, right? Maybe. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think on it a little bit. Or maybe like fear winning up? Uh, I don't know about this one, dude. I don't know about this one. <laughs> this one is such a reach for me. Because to your point, I have no idea what to be able to call it. Unless it's called being inside somebody's body. The invasion of the body snatcher. But it's the body snatcher seer. Dude, body <laughs> snatcher seer? That's what we call You're it. You're making up shit now, dude. Well, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> and so we're, we you know, we went to the opening after that vision. So and then Lana, so Lana wakes up right, and she immediately goes, Chloe. Yeah. Terrible nightmare. First off, I know those machines hooked up to her. So you're telling me that heart rate's not just going beep 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 beep. beep like... She doesn't have a heart rate. She's fine. They even said she was just sleeping. She but I'm even... saying for her premonition, so her heart rate was up. You know what I mean? No, they're fine. She, she probably has a steady heartbeat no matter what. And so, or she probably doesn't have a heartbeat at all because she's dead inside. Very cold. Very very cold. Ice cold. You wanna know why? Because all she does is treat men horribly. Yeah. Yeah, like there's some peasants and she is King Joffrey. <laughs> well, I got news for you. <laughs> Bro, did you were you thinking of Cassandra whenever uh, from Hourglass? Oh god, I wanna like forget Cassandra's old ass. But wasn't she's it kind of dead. remember how she said <laughs> 
Remember how she explained her getting her foresight powers? It was from an explosion of the meteor rock, and it like the particles went into her eyes. I like got similar vibes to that. I feel like it was a nod. So what if Cassandra was truly Lana, and that's why whenever I said she kept filling up Clark Kent, it's because it was Lana had to at that age, having to go back in time in order to live the rest of her life. So she went back in time to visit her husband when he was a high schooler. You're reaching for the stars here. Listen, I got nothing else to sell myself, man. And so after we get back from the opening commercial, we have John working on the pipes, man. Yeah, right. Once again, John's acting like that he is working on the pipes, but we all know he's just faking it until Clark comes down the stairs. <laughs> oh, son, yeah. I was just getting started. <laughs> All right, so this is actually a really funny scene. The school for me. calls the parents because for some reason Smallville High calls the Kents for every single thing. They they have to be head of the PTA. They make it seem like there's 20 families at this school. Yeah, like that's it. But it's an alternative school, so it would make sense. There's a lot of kids in there. A lot of kids, but a lot of kids go in and out. Only some <laughs> stay forever. Oh damn. Martha, though, is asking, saying, oh, hey, they just decided to call us for the chaperone for the spring formal. Hey, Clark, why haven't you told us about this? Clark, uh, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. And also, I think the rules of going is that you have to have a date. Uh. And now we have some Martha going back and forth saying, well, maybe you should think about asking somebody. Oh, John. John, <laughs> John puts some sass. He literally gets up from his pipe duties and he's like, Martha, stay out of it. And I'm like, all right. Well, Martha does do that a little bit, but then she also gives him a look and says, say that one more time. Like, really? Say that one more time in front of our son. In my house? Wait till he leaves, John. Wait till he leaves. Yeah, you need help with that pipe, huh? <laughs> oh, and so Clark, of course, does John's job here. Rips it out. Takes the pipe out, and then... John says, all right, I'm done. Don't use this sink till I'm back. And then, Clark, you'll fix it when I get back. Don't worry, Clark. I'm going to go get the piece from the store, then you're going to put it there. Yeah, I'll buy it, but you got it, right? You got it. All right. I bought it. You're in my house. What else was John doing below there? What did he do to that sink? If he was trying to remove that piece the Who entire time. Who messed up the time? sink in the first place? John. Probably was. It probably I think he dropped in there, dude. Probably a beer can after watching a Sharks game. Getting all drunk. And even John makes another comment because Martha brings it up again about prom. Well, because Martha says, have you thought about asking Chloe? And, of course, John's like, oh, she just can't help herself. <laughs> she just can't help herself. Don't use the sink till I get don't back. Don't use the sink till back, back, Martha. Well, I also like is that Martha goes, well, you said that you had feelings for her. And you can't keep putting your life on hold because of Lana. And this is very true because... Lana sucks. Yeah, it's Martha sees that. Yeah, She's Martha like, has seen this from the start, which we gave Martha crap saying at the beginning of the episodes that Martha was always like, she has a boyfriend. Well, now we know the real reason. Martha knows that Lana's horrible. Yeah, she has a boyfriend. That should be enough reason, right? Hey, And then Chloe. now it's going to, hey, yeah, Chloe. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Chloe's great, so we should probably ask Chloe. Probably. Not think about Lana. Clark, yeah, you're right. But he doesn't feel like that he wants to because if he asked Chloe to the spring formal, would that then be closing the door on Lana forever? 
And Martha then gives the little pushback there, saying you have to admit it's time to close some doors, damn it. <laughs> and we got Lex unannounced here, bro. This isn't unannounced. This is a... Okay, I hate... I hate Jonathan and this whole Lex thing. This is probably it's, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the most childish heard. shit. And John's actually nice when, he, when Lex walks in here. So Lex is showing up because it's about the chemical spill that happened where it killed their livestock. Yep. And this is then Lex coming over saying, well, because the guy, I can't, who was it? It was the one that, it wasn't Harry. Who was the one that spilled the chemical? Who it, acted like... It was uh, it was Zero episode, man. It was the, the kidnapper, the ghost, whatever. Okay. But that's where he was not technically a Lex employee. And that's where he was the one that trashed the farm, exactly. spilled the chemicals, yeah. killed the livestock. Lex is coming here to be able to deliver the check to Jonathan. And he, for the exact amount for of the what he lost. the exact amount of what he lost. Nothing more. Uh, Jonathan looks at it like disgusted. Looks at the check like, you know what? I appreciate this gesture, but no. I don't want special treatment. Dude, somebody that Lex knew in his past caused your entire farm to like get shit on. Yeah. Why yeah. aren't you not accepting the money that it was a mistake that happened? It wasn't something that Lex is trying to buy you off with. This makes no sense. I think Jonathan is a straight-up douchebag. Well, I mean, he somewhat... I feel like he's somewhat accepting it right now. Kind of. Not really. He's still hesitant I mean, he about... Does, he doesn't say no. He's hesitant about doing it until Martha gives that reaction. Dude, somewhat accepts it. He shakes his damn hand. He doesn't mean it, though. Oh my god, bro. He you know he doesn't hand. mean it because all he's doing is looking for an excuse not to do it. You know it's true! I mean, yeah. That's all it is. Jonathan's just lying. And by the way, Eamon says later on he still doesn't want to do it until Martha has a talk with him one night. Because, <laughs> hey, Jonathan, he killed our cows. We need the money to get more cows. It seems like a fair thing here. This seems like a normal thing. Well, dude, you know John, man. He's just too stubborn. An asshole? He's yeah, stubborn. I know he's an asshole. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's made that very clear. Clark's first day on the job, by the way. <laughs> dude, fucking... Clark now is at the torch. The torch. Where he decided to break everything. The printer, the fax machine, and he seems to be late on the article. The man has been at school for one hour. Dude, I... I don't get it. He broke everything in the office. He broke everything in the office. How do you even do that? He's shoving a pencil in the back of the printer saying, why isn't this working, Lana? You know what I don't get this episode is, oh, just the constant concern of Lana and Chloe and Chloe and Lana. How? Why do they care about each other? Because they're best friends. Because what they have shown you in this entire season. Who are Lana and Chloe's friends? Not each other. Who are Lana and Chloe's friends that are girls? No one. No one. Yeah. They don't have any friends that are girls. Yeah. So this is why they both have something in common, a.k.a. Mr. Farm Boy. So now they're going to be able to bond over that. And it's like a Betty and Veronica thing. How are Betty and Veronica friends when it comes to the Archie comics? Shouldn't be the case. They shouldn't be friends. Yeah, well, I, don't, I really don't get it why they care about each other. Why Chloe even postponed her own internship thing. It's like, yeah, it kind of felt weird, you know, to dip out right now. I was like, why do you, Why would that be weird? Lana you care, is... Like, everyone knows you care about Lana like that. So if you left, everyone would be like, wow, Chloe's <laughs> such a bitch. 
wow, how dare she do that to Lana, you know? Well, Clark was even surprised that he saw Chloe in the hospital. Chloe was just trying to be nice for her friend. I see why you're against this friendship. Dude, it's terrible. Why? Because they've hated each other this whole season. Yeah, but what if they... More just... so Chloe and Lana. What if they become, like, close friends? Well, yeah, what if they what? make out? <laughs> Minute, I, like, isn't that, like... Then an instant eight rating on this, huh? <laughs> Alright, but seriously. We're all thinking it. Red Kryptonite can make it happen. Like, y'all need to be friends. Be enemies. What? We're kissing enemies. <laughs> Okay, going back now to the episode. When Lana is showing up, she is completely worried, saying, Hey, have you heard from Chloe? Clark says, No, but her internship is until right now. She's not supposed to be back to Smallville from Metropolis till tonight. So and the spring formal about. event schedule is late because Clark can't do anything for less than 24 hours, bro. Listen, it's. This is bad from Clark. Clark looks like so, such an idiot. Yeah, I know, computer. It's in the computer. In the no, I got it. I got it. I got it. He's like he's on paint. What if he was on paint right now? Oh my god. He's like, yeah, the schedule's late. I guess everything's falling apart here. Lana, how do you make a crow? <laughs> Remember what Justin was trying to do last week? I want to try. To, he inspired I'm me. I'm trying to take over his comic, and damn, this is hard. <laughs> it's just a stick figure. And so it as, looks like Justin's before drawing. He's in the hospital. And Lana, oh. Lana is talking to Clark, and she's genuinely concerned about Chloe right now yeah. because of her vision. And so, but if it's that big of a deal, I could call her dad if you think that this is really that important. And Lana just immediately is like, "No, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. It could be just something that I dreamed about in the hospital. I just don't want to sound crazy." This is, again, to your point, I don't understand if she is so freaked out by it where Clark then says, well, hey, if you're that scared and she was using the same bag that I saw her with, then maybe we should investigate this. I didn't, I didn't understand why I would literally not be, um, that's very accurate. Yeah, let's call. Let's call. Let's just call her dad it to see even if she hurt. has worry. Yeah. It, no, I just had a concussion. Why did you come in the office then, Lana? <laughs> If you were so worried, thanks for making me worry now. I already have other things to do that I've broken. Now I have to deal with this on my mind. Now he's never going to get that schedule out. <laughs> no, spring formal is never going to happen. He just ordered a new printer because he can't fix the one in the office. Oh my God. He put it on Quan's, uh, Quan's death budget. What if he actually just went and took Quan's printer from his office? He won't, he won't, he won't, he won't need, need this, right? This, right? So he's good? I'm surprised it's still in here. Hey, man, I have a son. What was his sentence? I'll send him something. 13 I'll, years? I'll fax him something to the prison. Smallville, he probably got out today. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that authority around there, bro? You're not wrong. All right, so we go to we go to the next scene with the mansion. We're at Lex's mansion, and who walks in? Roger. the his Basically, his plug at the Inquisitor. He was the Inquisitor. And he even says, Roger, I don't remember calling you in a town. What the hell are you doing here? Unannounced. This would be an unannounced. How dare you, Roger? And, well, Roger... I, okay, so he kind of has a point here. Roger immediately goes, What the hell is this, Lex? Why did Carrie write this article for you, which was the redhead that gave him a massage, 
And I like that Lex even throws in there what? She was a pretty good masseuse. She's like, what'd she do for you? It's like, she gave me a shiatsu massage, so it was cool. Yeah, what have you done for me, Roger? Yeah. You want to give me a massage? <laughs> Why does Roger come in here with a newfound accent? Uh, Because he's been working... He has to... Is I, being in Smallville changed the man? Was I, it like me in Alabama when I started just talking like them? Well, yeah. I, I got nothing for this because I don't understand. It seems his character has taken a turn. To your point, this suit looks like too big for him. He has to slick back hair. He might as well be wearing a cowboy hat right now and with the southern accent. Hey, Lex, we need to talk. And then have little dip. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So I need to understand the time of day right now. Is it like showing the same time of like the morning at Clark at the Torch? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because this man poured up OJ. No. No. It's the same time. All right. How I look at the scenes in this episode, a lot of them are happening at the same time. It's the only way for right. me to get the time frame exact to your. Which would yeah, it would make the most sense. Yes. It's the only yes. <laughs> Unless you know what? It's probably a screwdriver. Dude. Still some OJ. It's a lot of OJ. And uh, so Roger tells Lex, hey, so I kind of got a good story uh, you might like. Claims this random farmer saw something come out of the sky the day of the meteor shower. And of course we're already thinking, Clark, the ship. No? No, I wasn't thinking that. What the hell were you thinking? No, no. I wasn't. I thought something else. Oh, I was immediately thinking that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, no. So, I'm just kidding. Of course I thought of this shit. What the hell else do you think it was? Dude, I don't know. Maybe you're dumb. Probably. <laughs> but when it comes to what he just throws to his side, Roger then shows him, I got a guy that I think you're going to find very, interest very interesting, and throws him the file where Lex opens it up, sees that it was a plane flight, dude, where he just, I guess spills the crop seeds over the individual's farms? Is that what he does? No, he's farting. That's not... <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you, you don't mean? even see the typos on there? He's farting, dude. Look at that. <laughs> nothing too large, nothing too small. What? That, maybe it's a poem. No, Great rates for all jobs. It's supposed to be nothing too large, nothing too small. Yeah. I think that works. That's why Lex doesn't even want to go here. He's like, this guy's an idiot. So, this guy claims to have seen <laughs> Nothing some... to large, nothing to small. <laughs> Great rates for all jobs. I wouldn't go. I would be like, Roger, you're out of your mind. <laughs> Please leave. Roger then says, at least one of us holds up our ends of the bargain. Yeah, he says, get ready to thank me, because apparently it's going to be the story of a lifetime. Look, Lex is like... I gotta go talk to another dummy. God, this redneck. Clark then! Okay, so we are getting into this scene. I'm not gonna lie to you. John then should have gotten the kryptonite belt. <laughs> he, I would have been so angry with Clark my son. has now broken something else, which is the damn tractor at the farm. He couldn't start it. And, and so Clark's <laughs> immediate reaction is good. Punches you know what he reminded me of Just Friends when Dusty's trying to sing the song at the beginning? He's like, God damn it! Come on, Dusty! <laughs> Clark is over here. He literally puts a dent into the tractor. I, I was like, hey, Clark, um, I think I know how you broke it. Uh, I, if I'm Jonathan, I'm opening his ass. If I came out there, literally not even, I would say, get out, you're grounded, go back inside. Yeah, fix that dent now. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is the matter Does he with even you? fix it? No, he doesn't. He leaves it there. Because all Jonathan says is, 
Hey, this tractor's been in the family for a long time, Clark. You need to stop dealing it. Well, you know what? This stupid thing won't start, Dad. And at least now that you have Lex's check, you could just go and buy yourself a new one. By the way, he does say that to him, which is he so does. messed up. But what Clark is truly throwing a hissy fit about is that he is nervous like, and worried about Chloe. Be true. Yeah, he, and John can sense that. He's like, what's what's really going on here? I would, no, I wouldn't sense that at all. I would be so angry. Well, it's because Clark probably doesn't get too frustrated about stupid things like that. Well, and also he says, we have to retire this thing, Dad. What are you talking about? We can't retire this old girl. We fix it up all the time, Dad. A.K.A. I fix it up all the time because you don't do anything, John. It's either me or Mom. <laughs> what are you doing? And that's why Jonathan doesn't get upset when he punches the tractor. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Put some good miles on that thing. Jonathan should have came out and started talking to Clark with a beer in his hand. And I think I would have liked him more. Clark, what the hell are you doing, son? <laughs> so... But they're Clark going is on trying about to, Lex. Yeah, Clark, Clark is trying to convince, or basically talk to his dad about why have you not cashed a check? Like, what's the deal? Lex, as you know, That's been, I told Lex you, has you been so great. Like, oh no, Lex, he likes Lex. They're handshaking. I told you it meant nothing. Well, see, yeah, now that, sure. Like, and yeah. then Clark even tells his dad, he's like, you know, you're basically doing, which is what he talks about, is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you keep... You know, spending your energy going telling this person what telling they people are and thinking this, it's eventually going to end up how you're thinking it. They're eventually going to become that person that you are claiming them to be. Did you see? Okay, yeah, exactly. And so John's like impressed because his son is actually smarter than him. <laughs> Did you notice on the talent? Because we come to the talent now after that, and it said Bebop Saturdays. Yeah, dude, is it like Bebop, like dancing type shit, or are they playing Cowboy Bebop in there? If they played Cowboy Bebop on, Saturdays, on that movie bro? theater screen, because she said that she wanted to do independent stuff, oh my god, what if she was doing an anime night? I would be in the talent so much. I mean, don't you remember what, what days Toonami and Adult Swim would air on? Every single day? No, Saturday. Well, no, that one is always the, what was it, the Sunday morning rise or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Toonami was on every single day. Don't you ever test me. Don't you ever bring that up on this again? Well, anyways, that's what I'm saying. Cowboy Beep Up. Yeah, that was Adult Swim. So I'm saying they have Adult Swim probably airing in there, bro. Okay, we're going to we're going to the town. I would go to the town. Man, this would be 2002. This would be Anime Adult Swim night. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. That's what I was trying to correlate there. This is O2, bro. Man, we need to go. <laughs> god. I'll only go if Lana's running it. No, I probably wouldn't go now. I don't want to see her at the counter at all. Dude, Kristen's a whole different person. Don't be stuck up on Lana. That's uh, a fake person. So you're saying that that's a fake person, but she's truly working at the talent movie theater. Yes. That's real. Yes. You're the coffee shop. You're saying that everything else is real or except her name. Or she's working at that bowling alley because it was in Canada called, remember, Lois Lanes? You know what? Can we get back to Pete? Oh. <laughs> so we go to the talent. Right, and Clark walks in and Pete immediately, oh, hey, Clark, what's up, man? Clark's hitting me like, hey, have you talked to Chloe at all? Have you heard from her? Nah, but she's supposed to be in Metropolis. So. Clark probably partying with her cousin, which, of course, goes back to the thing Lois partied. Told Lois you. Lane partied. But it I'm still credits. convinced it is another cousin. Yeah, it was credits. I already told you. It was the credits thing. She had to go back to get credits. <sighs> anyway. Tell me he, I'm right. Pete, no, I can't wait for I can't wait for Lois to come in and play season four. Nah. Same, I can't wait either. <laughs> oh God, 
It's gonna be like another three years before we get to her. YOLO, baby. There's no YOLO. YOLO, baby. Okay, Pete. All right, can what is you P explain this? You want me to? <laughs> yes, before <laughs> I give my reasoning. Go ahead. All right, so uh, we have Pete just, just really, really rubbing in. Oh. That he is taking out the hottest girl of the class. Who? It can't be the hottest. There's no way. He doesn't say that. Yeah. The hottest girl in our class. I'm sorry. Erica Fox. Yeah, I asked her. And you know what, Clark? That's what you ought to do. Why can't you do that? If I can do it, ask the hottest girl. Um, From what I think, this was a pity acceptance. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. Wait. You're trying to tell me the man who had the best dating article of all time in the torch was not able to get the hottest girl at Smallville High. And have we seen Erica Fox? No. I want to see Erica Fox. I would love to see it because what is Pete's standards here? Uh, but Clark does not disagree though. Clark goes along with it and he's like, Pete, you're so impressive. Yeah. Uh, he like beats Pete that and you're like, like, Yeah, you mentioned that Pete. Yeah, sounds good. Alright, I'll do what you said, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I just gotta go reserve a limo now for that spring formal when I'm going with Erica Fox. Yeah. Can I tell you I'm going with Erica Fox? I'm going with Erica Fox. Man, I don't think you knew it's Erica Fox. I hate him. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. If someone was doing that to me, I'd be like, I don't care. What? It was maybe cool the first time you said it. But now, as you keep saying it, yeah, pity, bro. Pity, date, acceptance. Hey, have you heard? Erica Fox. Oh, yeah. He's like leaving the town saying, and Even hey. Lana's laughing because he's probably been talking about it before Clark even got in there. She's probably laughing because, to your point earlier, they are probably smack-talking Pete in the girls' bathroom, and she heard really all the drama behind it. Yeah, so I gave him a pity yes. But I don't want to say that about my he man probably Pete. probably blackmailed Erica Fox. All right. Hold on. I don't want to... I'd rather you can't buy me love route where it's he pays her to go out with him. Ooh. Because it's the point of I'm going to pay the most popular girl in school to date me and then I become popular. So... That's never going to work. But shit. it ends up working and can't buy me love. So it has to work at Smallville High. Same correlation. She's an escort. No, she He's, doesn't have to do him. Pete is nasty, bro. Oh my. Who is this? Who is this lot lizard? He's gotten, bro. <laughs> Erica Fox. Who's a lot lizard? <laughs> Just the 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 scum of the like <laughs> the women's society, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Just one who could just do anything for a buck. No. <laughs> in the parking lot. No. And looks like a lizard. No, no, I'm not allowing that type of selling out of Pete. Pete's. I'm not, she's beautiful Pete's inside. Out, Pete's it. out to lunch, dude. He's out of his mind. Do you think, like, maybe. He probably made up this girl. Oh, no. Dear Diary, I asked the most beautiful girl in our class today to go to the spring form. What if Clark is like, who? She's not real. <laughs> Yeah, what if he's like, yeah, Erica Fox, like, who the hell is that? Oh, hottest girl at another school. You just haven't met yeah, her. Yeah, 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 no, she goes to another school. You don't know her. <laughs> Poor Pete. All right, so going back to where Lana then walks up, and they're, they're still talking about Chloe. 
Yeah. We're still worried because nobody has still heard from her. But we're still just going to chalk it up as, I'm sure she's okay. It's not a big deal. Okay, I don't understand this. <laughs> hey, Alana, I see that you're selling the spring formal tickets. That's a cool idea. What? <laughs> what do you mean that's a... What? Why would that be a cool idea? You're selling Smallville High spring formal tickets. Wouldn't they sell those at the school? They should only sell those at the school. <laughs> like, I let me let me go to yeah, go to Churchill or Johnson. I'm gonna get my spring prom tickets uh, at Walgreens. By the way, can you imagine if anybody can buy a ticket? A forty year old. Hey, I need a ticket. I'm to going the with this student. <laughs> yeah, I'm her uncle. You don't look like a student. Give me the ticket now. Yeah, I'm going. They said I could. Why else would you sell these here? What if someone made fake student IDs just to get that ticket? Oh my god. Smallville has crossed a lot of lines. Probably that pirate with the dagger that was thrown by Sean and Leech. Oh. Ooh. Maybe. He's probably buying the tickets or selling them on the street. <laughs> And so, as they're talking about that, Clark asks Lana... I've... No, Lana asks oh, Clark. Sorry, yes, sorry, Lana asks Clark, have you asked anyone yet? Oh, who do you think she's hinting at in this? Chloe. Uh, there's no way. And uh, so why did she bend over for him like that while she was... Uh, oh my god. <laughs> she was cleaning out the table. She's like, yeah, um... Have you asked Chloe yet? Yeah. And then turns around and like, picks up the... Have you asked Chloe yet? <laughs> have you asked her? Sorry, uh, I had to pick up that cup. I just like Clark, though. What makes you think I'm asking Chloe? Oh, and she just laughs. Okay. And now we're going to have another precog vision. Oh, no, no, no. This is Raven Baxter. No, this is precog. This is Raven Baxter, bro. All right. So she is now once again looking through the eyes of the kidnapper. And where... Chloe is trapped somewhere. She it's it's looking like a like a cha like a warehouse maybe. Uh and you want to talk about that? <laughs> so he completely has the suit and the eyes, the moment you see it, are happen to be red. As yeah. if this was once again a mystery men scene <laughs> where it was the red eyes for the red eyes. Red eyes. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks exactly like that. Yeah, robbing the retirement home. Dude. And he's, oh, cake. <laughs> Bro. And, yeah, his outfit looks crazy. Because you see him in the mirror. And so Lana is literally telling Clark, Dude, I just had another vision. Chloe is in trouble. Like, I'm being for real. This is this has to be real. Well, you, you have to believe me, Clark. And, of course, Clark is going to believe Lana. Kind of. I don't know if he fully does. Or yeah, I think he was still kind of yeah, hesitant on it. He's still hesitant. But now we're getting into the next scene where it cuts well, to Well, it's Chloe. actually to the, the yeah. warehouse or whatever. He seems to be building something, welding something, like Nell. Probably learned it's something Nell from her. That mask, dude. Should have been. Alright, so Chloe though is She managed to freeze herself. I have a I have a problem with the scene though. She says, Come on, Chloe, you've been in worse situations. What? When? When you Wait, were... actually no, she was in that fire, remember? Hold on. That's a worse situation than a human kidnapping you, <laughs> tying you up with tape, and putting you on a mattress? You're trying to tell, and blindfolded. That is not the worst situation you've been. <laughs> Being in a room full of fire is worse. Perhaps. No. Maybe in Chloe's eyes. What? So you're trying to tell me she wants to be blindfolded? She probably asked for it. 
No, she would like the fire more because then she'd want to be branded. Oh. That's why he's got that torch. And then, that's where she got the idea. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> and so yeah, the the guy sneaks up behind her and gives her a, a green serum. Uh, I, I don't know what this was. It's obviously I, something to knock her out. Okay, I really don't. I'm gonna have to say he's this. gonna put her in a box. I don't know where your mind went, but my mind went to the complete dark area where he goes, that's where your home's going to be. And he shoots her up with that. And I go, what is he going to do to her? Home sweet home. This is going to be like the Law & Order SVU episode type thing. I got the red eyes doing that. I got Chloe now in this type of situation. There are stuffed animals everywhere. I that was weird. Th this got really creepy really quickly. It could have been a really cool route they could have taken. Oh, they could have taken... That's what I mean. Smallville has these moments where they have a decision to make. Can we try to cross a line? Should we maybe get up to a line? Or should we just not try to go up to the line at all? <laughs> and most of the time, they say, you know what, well, let's not even touch the line. Somehow, Shotgun of the Face guy was able to sneak into Smallville. Because the moment I saw that episode at Lois Lane's, which you brought up earlier... It's the moment I say, okay, Smallville is going to be willing to cross these lines. But in this episode, no lines were crossed. And in fact, this may be one of the dumbest reasons for somebody to ever do something. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. He has the creepiest what? hideout, and he's like just the dumbest person. Oh, I can't wait till we get to that moment. He might as well say that he's around the stuffed animals that are hanging because he likes the way they're soft and the way they feel against his cheek. You mean his dick? <laughs> That's what he's definitely using it for. Is that why they're hanging? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Pulls him down. Oh my god. <laughs> and so after oh god, there, this yeah, we come to the Talon where there's police. We're obviously hearing the report from Lana. And this is Chloe's father, yeah, Mr. Sullivan. And Chloe's father is here, and he is actually getting worried because she's not answering. And he hasn't heard from the cousin. She said that she has not been able to see Chloe. So now things are getting really serious. Mr. Sullivan brings two officers with him. And so what's already, obviously, it's the two officers from the beginning that yes. they clearly are important. So you're already assuming they have to be tied to this somehow. Actually, I still didn't pick up on really? the Really? Yeah, I really thought that they were just this awful at their jobs. I put in that, my would make, that would make sense, I too. put in my notes, like, this, these officers are the worst. Where they are truly allowing Lana who they saw was caught into a big gas explosion Yeah. where weird things have happened in this town are is then describing that I had a vision. And the, the, the one of the cops... The guy immediately puts the book away for the interview and says, what the fuck is this? <laughs> He's like, yeah, why don't you call your psychic friends network? Uh, why'd you call us? Yeah, don't ever call us again. What the hell type of reaction is this? Even Clark's like, what the hell? What is going on with you? Y'all are cops? <laughs> what is the matter with you? One guy seems to be a little bit worried. The other More guy... More worried and actually concerned. Like, he's like, you know what? We'll actually try to help. I really thought this other cop, the one that's rolling his eyes, like, yeah, okay. I thought he was going to be a bad guy later on, or he should be fired. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> he should not be on the force. Dude. Yeah, he should be immediately fired. For sure. I mean, I, I would have wrote a report about him like right after this. What's your badge number? <laughs> yeah. You said your name was what? What? Okay. This is a small town. Nice, I know, yeah, nice meeting you. I know your parents. It'll be the last. Yeah. 
And uh, well, they get a call. Mr. Sullivan does saying they found her car. They found Chloe's the car yes. abandoned in the woods, and so they're freaking out about that. We go to Lex pulling up in his uh, I Jaguar. Guess his, his Jaguar. His Jack. He's in his Jag. Yes. And they're going to that farmer's land, the crop duster. Who you say just has the worst English known to man. Now we can see why, because he lives, I mean, it is a big piece of land that he's got here. Oh, for sure. Like, he's it's got, probably worth some millions no, of he's, dollars. he's got here. a good amount of land, bro. And so, um, Roger just gives the background on the dude. You know, FAA pulled my license to pilot. Because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Yeah, and because he would, you know, crop dust eight hours a day, and he would see a lot of things. And the one thing that he did see was whenever he was uh, crop dusting the Morrisons, I believe, and he was saying, I saw the meteorites come down, and they were coming, and I saw something 10 feet away from my tail. Yeah. And it was going to the ground. And it, like, veered away. Like, it was it veering swerved. like a... Yeah, it's, that's right. He said swerve. And obviously, he's, he's thinking, you know, I, I know, I'm a pilot. You know, I know how things work. That was definitely some type of aircraft. Lex is immediately thrown off. He's saying, well, what are you what are you trying to say? I've seen an aircraft, and I know what it does, Lex. And then, of course, he said he had gone back to find it and look for it where it landed, and it was gone. So, of course, you assume it was Clark's ship. It landed. He saw Clark's ship. And then John hauled it off before anyone could see. You know what would have been cooler? If it wasn't Clark's ship. And it was another one. That'd be great. Ooh, it was Supergirl's. You might be foreshadowing some shit right oh. now. Oh. All right, so now he's still explaining. I, it was still a couple of hours later that when I went to go back, it was, was no longer there. Lex is still skeptical because he still doesn't truly believe in the entire story of him. And yet, I think he does. I think that Lex... No, he's, he's putting all the things together. It's like, you know, this guy But he guy tells these people lie. they're crazy in order for them to believe they're crazy. He never wants them to know that what they saw is the truth, which is why he even tells him, oh, it's a good story. Walks away, thank you for your time, leave me alone. And now he's going to go be obsessed with it. it <laughs> exactly. It's the weirdest thing. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's just because he doesn't... He doesn't ever want people to ask questions about what he's doing, but yet he keeps asking everybody else the question. So you would think that people would be able to piece it together in the end. Being like, oh, he really did believe my story, which is why he's in that field. Exactly. So, yeah. We go Look to the at next this. Scene. Why is the moon? What is this? I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. So we go up to the barn, and Clark is up there. And obviously... He's this just is unannounced because he was completely shocked with someone just walking in and saying, Any word on Chloe? <laughs> lot of shows. There needs to be a lock on this door. Listen, he could have put the lock at any time. And you would think that he would be able to hear people coming up the stairs or at least shut the barn door. Hey, Lana, my door's always open. It cannot, like, it has to squeak, right? Every time somebody opens that door, it has to squeak. That's true. No, for sure. All right, so he... Lana then is like, still no word from Chloe. Nope, still nothing. Clark is worried. Clark then asks Lana, well, how are you doing? Lana still is weirded out with her own new abilities because she believes that she is crazy. And Clark and her are having, I want to say a moment, but it's not a moment. It's this weird. is probably the most friendship moment they've ever had where I don't think there's even a suspicion that they're not even looking at each other's lips. 
It's true. That's Lana the, always does, dude. She always looks at his lower lip. Never in this scene does she. And even when she touches his arm and leg, this is a complete just friend zone type of atmosphere. But now we have Clark telling the story of the first time that he met Chloe. In eighth grade. Last year. You mean six months ago? So, <laughs> so Smallville. I wish y'all did better with this, man. Y'all could have just maybe said fourth grade. It would make much more sense, would it not? Joseph, how should... I met her in eighth grade last year, Clark. Last year. Just say last year. Why did you say eighth grade like this was something that happened six years ago? And how, I mean, I, I get, you know, relationships relationships can blossom and, you know, friendship and relationship form. But it's also, um, y'all are really that close after a year. Yeah. Well, uh, whenever they first met, the first thing that she wanted to do was be able to purchase something uh, such as a planet. Because oh, that's how they started bonding. Um, okay. Eighth grade. So, as this may, they're making it seem like that she's 10. Yeah. They are making it seem like... That's what I'm saying. Like, like, why would you not make this a fourth, fifth grade story? Nobody would ever believe that an eighth grader who is 13, 14 years old is still talking the way she talks. Yeah. Oh, haha. She thought that it was the craziest thing to find out that I lived on a farm. She thought I was Amish. She, Chloe's not dumb. You know what I think? Yeah. It's like, she. so she transferred, right? So she came from Metropolis. She came from Metropolis. Damn, so... You know, it makes a lot of sense now why she is the way she is. Like, she's a city girl. Uh, so you're saying that her style and the way she dresses makes sense? She dresses like a moron. <laughs> no, maybe that's how people I'm not going to say city people dress like morons. <laughs> city people most likely dress nice. What if she combined the two styles in one? What if one? she's an idiot? No, she, <laughs> Velma is not. She's just bad with fashion. <laughs> not so Velma right now. What are you talking about? She's kidnapped right now. Hey, man. Okay, they're making eighth grade. I guess Velma got kidnapped too. Chill out, chill out. And also, if this was last year, how would she already be the editor of The Torch so fast? I have been (laughs) saying that. Okay, she has worked for seven years on The Torch. The fact that this was eighth grade last year makes absolutely no sense. This should have been... You're making that seven-year shit up. I'm not making the seven-year <laughs> yes, shit up. She has done so much for the torch, and you're trying to tell me she did so much. I'll, give you, six... I'll give you seven seven months, bro. Maybe no. she gave it that. No, seven okay? years. Maybe seven her... days. She was like, already... oh my God, you're into this place? Yeah, you can have she it. She was already writing articles when she was in Metropolis. That's how good she was. She knew she was going to be moving, so she already sent the Their resume. Their background on Chloe said shit. Yeah, it is really <laughs> bad. There is a lot of holes. <laughs> And so he explains how when she transferred, he had to be the one to guide her on at the school. And then she found out I was a farm boy. I invited her over. No, she insisted I invite her over so that she can see the farm firsthand experience. Yeah, that's like, what she really wanted like, to yeah, do. Like, yeah, firsthand experience. <laughs> yeah, eighth grade too. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's not a, like a kid-friendly thing. That's like, the beginning of horny stages. That's a move. Yeah. That is a move being and with all this trip. with all this meter to rock around. Hey, can I come over? Your parents <laughs> gonna be there? You have a barn? You have a barn by yourself? Is there a couch up there? And so, what Clark even divulges here is that well, Chloe just kissed me. Yeah, whenever she got invited to the barn, she just kissed me. So I figured that we get this out of the way so we could be friends now. It's like I know you've been, I know you've been thinking about it all day. Is that what you do with your girlfriends? No. You just you don't do that. The I've, moment you meet a girl, you don't just kiss them and say, well, I figure we just get this out of the way so we can be friends now. Well, I'll tell you what. Is that what, a good pickup line? A, a, <laughs> no, because a guy could not get away with that. A girl can. Go in it. 
You know it too. A girl could definitely get away with that. I'm trying to say, you know what? I would say no. <laughs> get the hell away from me. What? Jezebel? <laughs> Heathen? How dare you, skank? <laughs> I smelt you and I said, get off! Oh! The stench! So foul! So that kid's story, like, Alana really liked the story. Surprising. Yeah. No, She's no, got no, no hint of jealousy, nothing, like, there. No, she knew that we're going to see her again, Clark. Like I said, complete friends. She even walks away like she's not even about to cry. And she gets another Raven Baxter moment. No, precock. No, Raven Baxter. Oh, my God, I hate this moment. She's seeing the killer, or the kidnapper, sorry, putting the box with Chloe inside and burying her alive at the the that one field with the windmill. Oh, you mean the field that she's already been on, the biggest windmill in the entire uh, Smallville she area? She got to do it for the first time to see the skyline, and you're telling me she doesn't know that windmill? She doesn't know that windmill? Yeah. The one windmill that everyone knows about that you she's can like, see She's like, I'm not sure where, but there was a big windmill, Clark. <laughs> I'm not sure where it was. She's like, oh, you mean the one where I rescued you at? Oh, the one that I took you to last week? <laughs> last week? That was several weeks ago, bro. Well, I'm just, come on. With Nicodemus, bro. Okay, with Run the way, 20, that's five weeks ago. With the way Smallville goes, every episode is just a day. No. <laughs> not true. Oh, yeah, it's really like three days in this episode. Is it? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's only like three days. From episode 19 No, plus. no, no, no. I'm saying that this episode, from this episode only, it starts for three-day oh, period. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the episode, yeah. it's not going by weeks. I'm saying like yeah. for each episode, it's like a three-day period of time. That's what I mean. And that they're all like cohesive together. That's true. Yes. Okay, okay but seriously, about this box now. About it's, it's so great, right? It. What's with the big cross and the green lights that are in it? Why do you have a box for this? Dude, remember he was building it whenever we saw him. Right Why there. is there a big cross? <laughs> Maybe it's some holy ritual. I don't know. I would have loved that, but it doesn't seem to be that. <laughs> yeah, so we got a shot going into Chloe trapped in the box. With nightlights. And it looks like she just got a glow stick, and she's just not putting any effort. She is just done. She looks exhausted. Clark then like shows, petrified almost. Clark then realizes that Lana was describing, you know, the one windmill that's in town that we all went to. Starts doing his x-ray vision for the first time because what pissed me off that I did not acknowledge beforehand on that scene with the barn, Clark says, my dad and I rode in the cop's car and we looked forever for Chloe. Clark, why aren't you running around and doing x-ray vision everywhere? Clark, couldn't you cover more area if you just used your powers? He's 14, Taylor. You're riding in the back of a car. Even a 14-year-old would realize this is dumb. <laughs> now we're back. Maybe. You'd think so. Well, he's doing it in this scene. He so, yeah, he, find, he, find, he finds Chloe in the ground, punches straight into it, and lifts it out. And so he obviously rescues Chloe. Explain this scene to me now. Because uh, he flips it over. And then he merely saves her. And what? Who the who the hell is in the forest? Oh yeah. What is this? There's binoculars there's going on. There's another creeper. There's someone looking. We have another creeper in Smallville. What is going on? Yeah, he's like overlooking, just seeing it from a distance. Why was he we there? Don't, we don't. Yeah, I guess we don't know who is looking. Why was he there to begin with? I don't know. What was he doing? Maybe Clark's being followed. Clark, how could he be fall when he was moving that fast? Yeah, how would this person know? Unless he's just watching the field after she was buried, being like, <laughs> I'm just going to see if anyone shows up. What? 
Hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this episode at all. There's too many holes with everything that is happening. There's a lot of holes. There's so many things. You see how happy Chloe was when Clark got her out? Clark, it's always you, Clark. I knew it was you. It's always you. How did you undo <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she did that with her mouth. She totally did that, bro. She did not stick her tongue out and start pushing She's like, Clark, form. we don't have to get out of the box. You can come in if you want. <laughs> See these glow sticks? Take them out. Yeah. Use it on me. What? <laughs> oh, my God. What, you telling me Chloe wouldn't be bad at, bro? She's not a freak? Okay, well, no. I'm not saying that. Obviously, we know that with the way she dresses, she is. Oh, my so, God. So now... Whenever we're getting back, Clark having saved Chloe, it seems they are destined to be together with this episode. Yeah, that there's really a lot of Lana the, and the Clark, relationship of them. There's a lot of there's a lot of Lana and Clark moments that we got before that are now happening with them too. So I'm fully expecting to believe him and Chloe are going to be together. <laughs> yeah, I would think that too. Yeah. You would like I feel like that was probably the vibe that was being thrown out there, obviously. I also love this smart ass comment by Chloe. She's on the phone on the next scene here after our commercial break, and she goes, Oh, I have to go. Some real people just walked in. She's probably my favorite actress. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can see why. I can see why. So yeah, then Clark and Lana show up and um They are checking on her and she's asking about married. the Daily Planet. It was, she's very shaken too. Well, not really, because like, how's the interview? Well, they want to do an exclusive. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Yeah, they want to offer me pretty much because of all this shit that's been happening. They want to do an exclusive over me, yeah. meaning that they just want me to interview for them as a victim, Sounds not like to write an article. A Playboy issue. That's not what they were saying. Mm, mm. I thought that's what Daily Planet was. An exclusive photo shoot. <laughs> And so, Chloe is describing, you know, where she was trapped to help out with Clark and Lana on the, I guess, the investigation. But now she's, like, literally choking up because she's having PTSD. I'm sorry, guys. Flashback. This is such a Law & Order SVU episode. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't know where I'd be if you hadn't found me, you know. Because it's also, I'm supposed to believe that all this guy did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. All this guy did. Was kidnap her, put a shot in her, put her in a coffin, and then just say that's all he wanted to do with her. Yeah. While he threw her on a disgusting mattress <laughs> with just a single blanket. Hepatitis all over it. Yeah. Blindfolded and taped up. Yeah. I, some dots are not connecting. It's really not. And Chloe says thank you to Clark, but what does Clark say? Oh, no, you got to thank Lana. Yeah, exactly, because they are best friends, and now he's telling... It's the worst friendship I've ever seen. No, it's not. I told you. But Clark, Clark and Whitney are better friends than them, too. Yeah, I'm going to believe that. <laughs> That's for sure happening, because there's no rivalry whatsoever between Whitney and Clark. They are BFFs. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they've they've gone yeah. past that, bro. There is no rivalry. They're cool. I love them two together. Screw Lana! <laughs> but Clark is wanting to leave now. What does Chloe do? Don't leave. Gravel. Stay with me. Would you stay with me for a little bit? Stay with me tonight. Please. Please. And so, yeah, and Lana's like, all right, well, yeah. Well, Clark's, or Chloe, whoever did this is still out there. Clark, of course, I'm never going to leave you. Lana, maybe I should leave. <laughs> well, I'm going to see you guys later now. Uh, bye. <laughs> She's so wishing Chloe was dead right now. Oh, yes, completely. 
So she looks at the dude. Yeah, she just turned the corner yeah, outside the door. Corner could be like this. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, like, why are you still here? <laughs> I said bye. Bro, she just go, walks out the door and immediately looks back in there. Like they're not gonna be looking at her. All right. So I thought this was probably the funniest moment with Lana because she's even shaking her head like crying. Like I just can't believe they're holding hands. And she's like, sh- yeah, she's like shaking it off. Like oh, stop thinking like that, Lana. But then this shit. turns into the best moment for me in the entire episode. Really? Her precognition here. Her vision freaked me out. Like, this cool. would be scary. Like, she is seeing, her- basically, the point of view of someone behind her. Yes. Like, standing right behind her, and she can see that. And that's the only thing that I found stupid, though, was the fact that then when she turns around, there's nobody there. I would much rather somebody be there and then just cut the corner and run. I also don't like her reaction, because the first two times, she freaked out. And you're telling me you wouldn't freak out more if you see that they're behind you? Well, and uh, come to find out, your visions were right. Yeah, what the (laughs) What do you, when you go around the corner and immediately try to find, because you know Clark's right there. Yeah, how quick was that vision, too? Because wouldn't she have seen if, like, the dude was hiding behind the wall? Yeah, she would have. Because remember, he comes back out in the moment she walks away. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Lana. Yeah. It, It... I just don't understand her whatsoever. She pisses me off. All right, so on next scene, we have John, you know, lifting up his corn corn bags or some what what is it? What is in there? Soil? It's oh, one it's of my, feed. It's, it's feed. feed. It's feed. One of my favorite scenes of the entire episode. Thank God I have this scene. Dude, okay. John's over here struggling with one bag okay. at a time. <laughs> you Clark. know you know damn well. John I'm gonna have to pause. You know damn well Jonathan can lift more than one bag. He immediately is doing one bag at a time as slow as possible because he's waiting for Clark to come down the stairs to do all of the bags. And Clark comes over here and is lifting like... He's lifted three at a time. He's like three at a time in each one. And it's just one hand where he's just throwing them in the back. It, it's nothing for him. While Jonathan is continuously struggling here. I hate Jonathan so much. Of course, uh, Clark is mentioning the check again Mitch. to John because John did say, I'll sleep on it. Well, and it's also coming down to where Jonathan says, I've been stubborn, but I've talked to your mother, and guess what I have in my pocket? Yep, I'm going to go cash it in now. So as they're as but they're leaving... The weird part about this is, who's the binoculars? Yeah, we have binoculars looking the at binoculars them again, is. so that means someone is following Clark, it seems like. How? I don't know. I do not know. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. But now, after the binocular scene, if somebody phoned them, we have another Smallville stalker. We're pulling up to where? Didn't Jonathan just say that they were going to another neighbor's farm in order to drop off feet? The farm's right there, dude. Is that what it That's is? That's the barn. That the, I, th- I thought the same thing, but I rewound. That I doesn't re-wound seem it. like the way to go, though, to get there. Dude, it's maybe big-ass piece. There's no road. Land, There's no road. That's true. There's no road you there. You got a point. You're I didn't not see a road. supposed I didn't see... to be pulling up to this area. But Jonathan did. You know why? Because Jonathan thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. So yeah, John basically pulls up to this dirt patch that's on this big the, piece of land. The moment this happened, I got Jonathan hates Lex again. Oh, yeah. I said their relationship's ruined yeah, again. There's going to be a reason again to hate him or something. But, and so come to find out there's hazmat suit people on this land, and Lex is over here overseeing it. And... Um, I'm conflicted. John's already... I'm conflicted. What? I gotta go with you here, because I gotta ask you. I'm conflicted. 
We're going to let this scene play out because I can't pause it because what this is is strictly Lex now in line what he is doing here. Obviously, it's hard to believe him. We both know even Clark does not believe Lex. Yeah. Who's wrong here? Jonathan's reaction to it or what Lex is doing? I think what Lex is doing. Really? So you would say that Lex is more of the villain in this scene than Jonathan kind of just being a brat in a way, revealing a poker face because he can't hide it. My God. Hide it together. Keep it together, man. Oh, oh my God. I know what you're doing out here, Lex. I know it's with the ship. He might as well be screaming that. It, I just, I know Lex is lying. They both know what he's doing. It's hard for me to blame Lex, though. But, dude, he's literally... He lies to them all the time. But it's still him. <laughs> I I just don't... John's fed up, bro. He, he was there. He I, was there. I just don't know if this is the reason enough to get this mad to then I will, say, I will, here's the check I back. will say this, yes. I'm going to agree with that one part there. Why would I be that mad to Wh give the check back? Why would I... Ex Okay, that's really where I'm. I'm gonna from. go with you there. I'm gonna definitely go with you there because I don't think it was justified that he reacted that way and gave the check back. Why would you not keep the check? What? It's still something like you that... could you could still have been you know honestly thrown your fit. Yeah. And kept the check because the check was not for anything and about it. And because this. it was accepted already when he shook his hand. As well as it was hurt because he killed your livestock and he's paying you back, John. Exact value. For your livestock that you lost. And but now I got my guy. I got yes. Dr. Hamilton. So yeah, they leave and come to find out though, John does tell Clark because Clark's like reaction yes. was, what, what the hell? On? What yeah, the why'd hell, you act like that? And then John says, dude, this is where your ship landed, man. And he's digging for shit. So put it together, Clark. That shit, no, he's clearly still investigating things that is going to lead into our lives. Again, no, Jonathan's react. Just take your check, Lex. Bro, such a horrible poker face. Could have kept it. Wait, way to just look for my son's ship now. Here's your check, asshole. Right. Like, that's what he says. Like, what is going on? And so even Clark, he looks back and he's like, you know, maybe he's... Lex is a piece of crap. He actually does look back. Like, looks bad right here. To Clark especially... Because he's starting to see. Because remember, this whole time, he's he's pretty much defended him, but he also knows how Lex can hold be. Hold on, hold on. Can't remember what episode it is. I think it'll be three, four episodes. He told Clark he let it go. He did? He told... That's my only, like, indefensible thing with Lex in this scene is with Clark. Jonathan, I'm sorry. Go to hell. <laughs> the Clark thing is, you told him you would stop. Mm -hmm. and, and even he even talks about it. Like, you get does. obsessed with things, man. Like, he... And anybody would, it's just I wouldn't tell who's supposedly, like, the guy I want to be best friends with. Because Lex does. Yeah. No matter what Lex says at this point, Lex wants Clark as a friend. Mm-hmm. A brother, more like. Well, it's because he feels like the good was going to rub off on him. Yeah. That's what I think more than anything. Oh, for yeah. sure. He's hoping for that type of bond where he becomes a good person. I mean, there too. has to be a reason you're hanging out with a 14-year-old Lex. Maybe you just like kids. <laughs> well... I don't like that. I want everybody to know what I'm about. Little kid lover. <laughs> <laughs> and so, as Clark and John leave, yeah, we have Hamilton. I love Dr. Hamilton. Hamilton coming out because he was one of the people in the hazmat suit. Uh, Hamilton shows off something, something to Lex. We it don't know. It doesn't show, but I did assume what it was, and I was right later on. I did assume what it was, too. 
And I was like, yes. Yeah, Nicodemus flower, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> I found it again. <laughs> it's gonna work I've been growing time. a whole bunch of them. That's why I wear this outfit. <laughs> I got a batch. <laughs> and so after that, Lex is like, wow, yeah, uh, definitely keep that, whatever. And so... All right, here we, we go. We have Talon, and Whitney walks in, and he just walks in all chill and cool, and he's just admiring. He's, he's like admiring Lana, like, "Hey, Lana, you were like, it's so good to see you." Pretty much. It's it's been a while since we've been happy around each other, so I'm gonna ruin it. Man, he's really evolved from the Letterman's. Yes, because now... I'm gonna ruin it. <laughs> well, he does ruin it completely, mm-hmm. because all he wants to do is get away from her. He just can't break up with her. So he has to think of another method. <laughs> so Woody walks in and he's like, hey, so I like found something as I was like going through my, my dad's stuff and whatever. And it was a whole bunch of war medals. These were your father's? Yeah, she had like no idea. And I mean, he didn't really either. And so he was able to look them up. And you know, it's all admirable things. I don't even know the list here. I'm sure I, I see Wait. a purple heart. Wait, tells the story about how his father was able to save the men yeah. in his troop. Even while being injured, injured. Mm-hmm. so no matter what he was able to go back to save them it sounds like your dad yeah yeah it really does and so uh as we're um as you know in this conversation why does lana have what looks like a mark of the herpes <laughs> why did they do it is cold? that a cold sore okay in all honesty even with pausing it right now, this is the biggest herp I've ever seen in my life. This is on the full lip here. Just it's the top part, and man, it looks... Dude, it's obvious, bro. There's no way. We need to get I thought some... it was a mole at first, because I've seen moles on lips. We need to get some medicine in here fast. We also need to ask bigger questions. Maybe that's why she's not looking at lips this episode. Oh, she's too tempting. Ooh. She's been kissing too much. Oh, Whitney should be asking where she got the hurt. <laughs> hey, um, I don't have that. How do you have that? <laughs> Why is it specifically there? Yeah. Lana. <laughs> Where's Clark? <laughs> Does he have a herp too? Oh my god! And so Whitney talks about yeah he fin- you know finishing the story about his dad's the war story. Talks about and the herp. He talks <laughs> he talks about the term of being a hero and it's and his dad used to tell him it's not just about you know throwing a football and such. Maybe you can find more ways to do it. And so it's hinting here. I think Whitney's about to join the army, bro. Oh yeah, Whitney's now gone because he has to get away from the herpy. So oh, cut to the next scene. We have Clark in his barn. Lex unannounced. Where we even see an article, by the way, of Lana being written in the paper about how teen girl survives explosion. Yeah. It was a very weird article, and who would write that? Idiots. Uh, people that just want to, I don't know, make children look bad. I mean, you saw that flyer from that random dude on the field, Eddie Cole. Nothing to large, nothing to small. <laughs> They got average people like that. Who knows who's in the office? Listen, he cropped us, okay? Been dusting too much of that crop. That's what he does. He's been, you know, having his own supply. Oh, man. And so... Hey, Clark did. Lex comes in, and Clark's just saying, you know, Dad is just... I don't... It's a mixture of things. Well, this is where I completely agree with everything Clark does in this scene. With Lex. And Lex kind of looks like an idiot. Mm-hmm. 
Clark Emili says, well, come on, man. What were you really doing out there? Lex, what are you talking about? I was just out there to do in the environment. What, when are you going to be supervising something so small as such an environmental survey? Yeah, and like, I know you. You wouldn't do that. And it, Lex then kind of tries to flip it, saying, this is my passion. It's, my, is, it's, it's about finding the truth because, um, you know, my past. What? I want to figure it out. We've already done this, though, where you specifically told Clark you were done. Even Clark says, you just need to be able to let go of your past. Well, I love that reaction he has for a split second. He says the ship, and he's like, "Well, yeah, it's because it, it hits him like, oh shit." Like, he's like, "What made what made you now come about of just all of a sudden wanting to look more into it?" Mm -hmm. He then talks about how he found a man who says that he saw a ship. Clark, to your point, immediate reaction is a smile. Like, come on, man, you believe this? Clark, actually, wonderful poker face. Probably no, the real. best I've seen all season. You would have not caught that at all. No, like, he's like. He actually like it hit him for a brief second. He's like, a spaceship, bro? Like... And he's like, next thing you're going to be telling me is stories about aliens and things like that. Like, Clark even tries to throw a little sly comment out there to make him feel dumb. But Lex is never going to be able to let it go. When are you going to be able to put your past behind you? Look at the stars, Clark. <laughs> you ever seen them on weed? For that, <laughs> <laughs> For thousands of light. For thousands of years. Their light is attempting to reach us. Yeah. The past is always influencing the present. But their light is only reaching us now. Yeah. I do like that. I do like that line. The past is always influencing the present. Oh, you know what line I like? Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. What if Clark started singing that to him, dude? Wait, well, Frozen did Frozen, yeah, then copied Smallville. That would have been incredible. We couldn't have that. Mystery Men did copy it, along with Minority Report. <laughs> I've already looked it up. Minority Report came out later on in the year. It was uh, September, November. Maybe it was just the trend in that year. No, no, no. They copied Smallville. I think it was Spielberg that did that movie. Damn, maybe Spielberg did this episode. Did we check? That's why the effects were up. <laughs> That's why we got that explosion at the beginning. And so, Lex just kind of finishes up his little... Let, let, listen... What do you Lex want to, is whatever wrong. you want to call that. Lex is wrong. He's pretty He's pretty bad in this You've one. You told him. You've already lied to Clark now. If I'm Clark, immediately in the back of my head, I don't trust you forever now. Yeah, it's like, you know what? Uh, Everyone's I... right. <laughs> you know, Dad, I'm, I'm going to go with my hang with my dad now. Yeah, um, you know what? I don't like him, but at hey, least he doesn't lie to me. Hey, Pete, you still up for best friend? I'm sorry, I'm with Erica Fox right now, Clark. Clark, I already told you I'm with Erica. <laughs> I'm with Erica Fox. But, uh, so the next scene we go to... Hold on, to hold the... on. I gotta go back to something you said earlier about the time. Clark is just in his barn with Lex. Right. At how late? Like, the stars are out. Stars are out. So... Moon was already going up and everything. This is, this is, uh, what was it, May? Yeah, so this has got to be, what, 9, 10 p.m.? 9, 10 p.m., right? He's wearing the exact same sweater in this next scene at the torch. Yeah, but I assume we're... This is the same night, Joseph. Yeah, the same night. So he's able to get into the school at night. That's what I thought. This was uh, after hours. You're allowed to get in the torch after hours? Yeah, because remember, apparently they can do whatever they want for the torch. <laughs> Even show up to school, whatever. Yeah. So if I... There will literally be cleaners here at this time. They wouldn't let them in. Hold on. So you're trying to tell me that if I got a futon in there, 
that I could truly say, or get into a fight with my parents, or do something, whatever, or just say, hey, I'm gonna go spend the night at a friend's house, and I can come and hang out the mm -hmm. torch for the rest of the night, and invite like maybe a friend over, maybe a farm boy. Oh. <laughs> maybe I could stay up because we have to write an article. Chloe definitely just like corrupt, I guess, enhanced the system or something where basically made up some shit where she is the owner of the torch no one can ever speak to her about it seven years full authority yeah apparently on on black and white it's saying seven years <laughs> that's what i mean but she's 14 because but apparently if she moved here last year six months ago that means she has this much power already maybe she transferred the torch like it was like paperwork and transferred it to the school something that was in metropolis and it was such a big article that smallville wanted to gain attention because like i said it's been seven years they paid for chloe to come to smallville high oh my <laughs> god it was a contract and that's why she doesn't have to go to class really she can just hang out in her office and it's even a hookup too because um it's all behind, running behind luther's bro oh because doesn't her dad work at the plant he does work at the plant that's how we got the transfer. Luther's controlling that shit. Because Lex also looks up the torch online and exactly. starts reading articles. Okay, but seriously, I'm getting a futon if I'm in this <laughs> office. And so, yeah, after hours, torch after hours. <laughs> and so, Chloe's, like, just catching up with Clark real quick. I've been having nightmares. I've been, I just well, came I to see what you're doing. I've seen that, like, well, yeah, what are you doing Came here? to see that you've been fucking this shit up. I gotta fix the printer. The fax machine and the article was late, you dumbass. Yeah, and so then Whitney walks in. Well, Clark called him. Who Clark? is he? A well, I'm not exactly. calling Lana because Lana would just get in the way. Dude, nuts. He said, yeah, I'm going to call. He's like, yeah, well, actually, Clark called me here. It's like, so you were calling him because he's a bro? Because, yeah. He's By the a way, bro. He didn't call Pete. <laughs> He did not call he Pete. Damn, dude. He's picking Whitney over <laughs> Pete, bro. That's bad. Unless it's because he's with Erica Fox. <laughs> he probably got tired of that shit because I got tired of Pete as soon as he was on screen. Exactly. He's like, well, he's too cool to hang out with now, so I don't want to see him. Have fun with Erica, Oh, Pete. Erica's that cool? All right, see ya. <laughs> Whitney's better than you. Thank God Pete's gone. Been looking for any reason to get him out. Well, this is where Clark has surprised me. Dude, he goes Velma he mode. He goes Velma here. He completely has figured it out. Where there seems to be some type of connection with Lana's, the explosion of the gas, and her pre-con visions. Where there seems to be something in the past where it was during, it was the, they call it the, the Crestor syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. And it's post-traumatic stress disorder during the London Blitz, where people would be sheltered, but they would be near explosions, a bomb would hit, and then all of a sudden they're they, psychic, psychically linked. They're linked together to be able to see through each other's eyes, and it would make no sense. And so it's so it's so it's a syndrome. Yeah. Let me get on that shit, bro. Also, I thought something too. I was kind of really upset. Well, that would mean that it was whoever Lana saw would have been like connected with her Whitney who is there with you it was the two cops Watts and Vertigo I thought it was Vertigo like the like Dr. Vertigo yeah I thought it was kind of I was thinking I was kind of thinking the same thing because because it makes sense because like it's kind of like it a, would be a dizziness a little yeah, bit maybe. and it would throw you off your kind of equilibrium type mm -hmm. thing instead it's red eyes yeah red eye <laughs> what do we call them like beetle but 
It's the red eyes. Yeah, it's red eyes for yeah, sure. That's his character. And so apparently it's it's going to go to the point of who she looked at first during the explosion. Which is why we said it was, at the beginning. It was linked to Lana, the explosion near Lana. So that's why at the beginning, why that scene was important, who pulled up first, it was one of the cops that pulled up first and made eye contact with Lana. I'm missing a joke. Yeah. I'm missing a joke in this scene. I sure am too. Okay. I know what part you're talking okay, about. Okay, so I'm glad that we're on the same page. So yeah, they're like thinking like, okay, we, maybe we need to go talk to the cops. Let's go talk to Lana. And Whitney says, all right, I'm going to drive. Chloe and Clark look at each other yeah, like they, there was some inside joke. Or just like an inside issue and, with him driving. And Chloe then says, um, I'm going to drive. It's like, you know what? No, you, know, you don't drive. I'll take my car. What am I missing? Or we'll take my car. Is it because he's wrecked two trucks and they've exploded? I really don't get it. That has to, like, we're missing a joke. We are missing something. Somebody better explain this in the comments. I need to know what this means. I don't know what this means. Why do that? Because I was wondering, like, why did she say that? I'm glad you picked up on that because I put in my notes even a question mark on the line. I go, nothing happens according to, like, a plan if Chloe was the one driving, you know? And even with Whitney, though, with any of the past episodes, have they ever acknowledged that he was a bad driver? Besides us making the comments about his multiple trucks? I mean, his multiple trucks. He's got a record, bro. But is that it? Is that the joke? Maybe they think he's too dumb to drive. But he doesn't have his letterman on. But it's still Whitney. I'm confused. It doesn't make sense. Because he even drove there. Maybe they'll hint at something soon. Maybe we miss something. We have to see. We. I just need somebody to tell me to comment. Because then he's just like, what? Yeah. Because he I'm didn't get it either. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so they we, all sort out. Yeah, they go out and then we get to the Talon. And we have one of the officers showing up to Lana, and it's already so weird. It's like, Miss Lang, I'm here to ask you a few more questions. And it's one of the cops. Okay, Emilia, I thought if it was the scene through people's eyes, it was obviously the piece of crap that rolled his eyes when she was telling the story and then put his interview book away. Oh, for sure. So Lana then goes into her precog vision mode. Yeah. And we see the actual villain walking in immediately hitting the other officer in the face i just want to pause it real quick here because that means that that piece of crap officer was a good guy yeah so that guy that rolled his eyes that then put his interview book away he said fuck you citizen was the good guy mm -hmm. he was the good cop joseph this town is screwed thank god clark is in this town oh my <laughs> god what the hell dude the law enforcement here sucks he's the good guy He's the good one. Yeah, and so... We, okay, it, but what? it's also cool because, like, it even surprises you, damn it, that's not the bad guy. He's just that horrible. Yeah, it's like... And then, obviously, you're going to come to find out and assume, at this point, it's the other cop. Where we then see, from Mana's point of view, okay, I'm not just standing there. I'm If I see somebody walking up behind me, I'm not going to just stand there in anticipation saying, oh my God, oh my God. That obviously it's real. Your visions have come true. It's happening at the same time. What, what am I missing here with you, Lana? Lana, you're making bad decisions. You already pissed me off with your relationships. Now you can't even be scared or do the proper things. Daphne was better than this. That's all I'm saying. She also didn't have herpes. Ooh. From Fred. 
Who would get the herpes first, Fred or Daphne? Well, in the show, the cartoon, it was always Fred. <laughs> but now, in Smallville Universe, it's Daphne. Bro. So, that other cop, he was so nice, too. Think about this. <laughs> the nice cop was the bad guy. The bad cop was the good, was the bad guy. The good, yeah, the good cop was the bad guy, and the bad cop was the, the good, good guy. Yeah, he's. I'm still saying bad guy because what a piece of. Crap. Yeah, is his life gonna change after this? Is he gonna actually be nice now? No. <laughs> How do you know? Because now I'm gonna believe witnesses whenever I'm interviewing them. <laughs> what an ass. Uh, Back at the talent after our commercial break. Clark has now showed up along with Chloe and Whitney, where they're lifting up the police officer who was just hit in the face. They go, what happened to Lana? He grabbed her. Deputy, where's your partner tonight? Gary? Well, he's got a... <laughs> Gary. He's got a second job there at the carnival as a security guard, so I think that's where he is. Well, maybe that would explain the stuffed animals that were hanging. So, the cop... Is also a carnival security guard. Does he... No one's questioning that off top. If I heard that the local cop had another job as a security at a carnival, I'd be like, that is definitely the serial killer. <laughs> Kidnapper, whatever he is. Well, I don't... I'm, I'm missing... Joseph, what are you talking about? <laughs> How is that obvious? So we go to that carnival, right? We go to that carnival. Well, we, we see all see the teddy bears. We see all the teddy bears. We're back in that same spot, except now Lana is here on, as the hostage. Uh, okay, it's not. Okay, we're seeing it. It looks like it's not a mattress. Instead, it was two wooden planks put together <laughs> with the comforter laid on top of it. So either way, that's disgusting. So great. So great. And Lana is freaking out. And she's like, oh my god. Didn't we have a creepy moment? From our villain. Here's the villain. No mask. No one can ever leave. What do you... What do you mean? How did who, you see through my eyes? Who... Who are you? Like, what is this guy supposed to be? I... What's the, more scary? This guy or herpes? Probably the herpes in this. <laughs> Only because... Joseph, don't you have your best explanation you could ever have? Deputy Watts. So we come to find out, oh, I never wanted to hurt Chloe. I didn't even want money. I wanted to rescue her. He was gonna- So Lana's even like, you kidnapped <laughs> Chloe so you could rescue her? I was gonna be the best cop ever! The best cop this town's ever seen! <laughs> it, this case would've made my career! You're an idiot. What the hell? You should be fired. And also, so many things happen in Smallville. How is one kidnapping case gonna make you the hero? Who were you even going to pin it on? I, Who were you going to pin it on? He's like, now I'm going to solve my best case yet. Your murder. Who are you going to pin it on? <laughs> exactly. My the teddy bears? <laughs> Who's going to have the gun? Dog. And so, as he's pointing, yeah, he's pointing the gun <laughs> at Lana now. And Clark gets there, speed runs. He immediately is like, oh, this is going to be much easier if I use my x-ray vision. <laughs> he sees through the clown's head. Oh, there's a gun being pointed at somebody who's strapped. Clark immediately runs in, the trigger's about to be pulled, and now we have the fastest I've ever seen him, right? No, dude, he's done the bullet. No, he's missed a bullet before, too. No, but also remember, he had time to juke that bullet. 
Well, he's also missed a bullet, though. Oh, that's true. Yes. Also, why didn't he catch it? Because his it's, hand was there. It's much better to ricochet the bullet, so then it goes up to a thing of glass, where then it hits the glass, it shatters, and the glass then comes falling down, where then you're so quick that you realize what's about to happen. You jump on Lana, and then the glass comes cro or crashing down. He did that shit on purpose, bro. Yeah, I know he did. Oh, Lana, watch out! Oh, how did I get on top of you? Oh, no! Oh, what was that? I didn't feel anything. Oh, Lana, you all right? <laughs> Clark, how are you okay? I'm not going to ask any of those questions. Just untie me. Yeah, because I only care about myself. My name's Lana Lang. Clark, Lana, stay here. Where's she going to go? You didn't undo her legs. Oh, uh, Chloe did it. She can do it. Can she? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now we have our villain who is running out, Officer Watts. Oh, because we are in Gotham City once again because it's raining at the funhouse. We have another raining scene in Smallville. Kind of a little nod, I would suppose. And he decides to hide behind the dumpster where Clark then comes up behind him. That's not going to work. Okay, this doesn't even look like skin. It did not look like what skin at all. What was that? Like the Deputy Watts shoots his whole gun at him. And it would have just been hilarious because he says, Who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> the suit that was underneath his shirt there looked like yeah, a Batman. He had suit. body armor on. He for sure did. And so Clark immediately runs off. This vision. Lana, Lana gets the last vision of being in Deputy Watts' eyes. And, and he's at gunpoint. Drop the gun! And a bullet. And a bullet straight, like, to her eyes, and clearly Gary's dead. All right. So you Gary know, Watts. Uh, this is also a scene from Lord, War, uh, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Really? This is the beginning scene. The beginning scene is about showing how bullets are made and a bullet going into a gun and then going into somebody's head. It's the opening shot of Lord of War. Mm. And that was exactly what it reminded me of. Which, for me, it means that, once again, we have another movie that was made in 2004 that was copied, a Smallville scene. Because that was a direct copy. There is no way in hell you're going to tell me that that bullet going in the head was not the same. Yeah, by the way, you ever seen Lord of War? I haven't seen it in so long. Ooh, you know what's also crazy? Jared Leto, also in it, yeah. as the younger brother. Interesting. Yeah, and he goes crazy. Also, Morbius, they say it sucks. It looks like it sucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was already thinking that, man. So you're trying to tell me that his Joker character was terrible, and now his vampire Morbius character is terrible. Think he's going to have to hang up the villain slash superhero scripts. Think we're done. Yeah. You can't have two parts and be bad. That's true. You have one. Can't have two. If he, you don't... And he was like really fighting for Morbius for some yeah. reason. It's because he thinks he can play a vampire because he looks like a vampire. I mean, he does. But He just needs to stick to his sci-fi, bro. Now we're back after our commercial break where it's back at the fun house where all the cops now are interviewing, saying what exactly happened. Clark is now coming outside with Lana. This is a very weird scene because we have the binoculars. We have once again... And we figure out who it is. Somebody looking through and stalking, and it just so happens to be Roger. Roger. Who has been stalking Clark the entire time, which also makes me ask the question. Was it Roger in the woods? It had to have been. And it, I don't know how. And I don't know how he would be there. It, it's... 
how would Roger be there? It makes no sense. Unless Roger hired the guy to kidnap Chloe. And also probably convinced the guy, you want to be a better cop, right? I know how you can have the best story. I'll write it for you. Ooh. Ooh. Roger said that he would give him a headline for it if he was able to play his cards right. Roger was the one that was controlling the entire kidnapping and our villain of the week. Because Roger was the real villain. Okay. That's what I'm going with. All right. It's my only... I can get behind that. It's It makes the episode better. Because otherwise... There were the red eyes! <laughs> Kick! <laughs> Perhaps you need a fork! <laughs> it's a spoon. Uh, so we oh. have a nice barn scene Ooh. here. You want to go in, bro? Yes. This is probably my favorite scene in the episode, obviously. We have Clark who decides to do his chores like a normal person instead of with powers, which makes absolutely no sense. You're right, right, right. We have Chloe now walking into the barn. Unannounced. And she is saying, hi, looks like I got me the it, Daily Planet job. Internship. I, and Clark is so ecstatic for her, cannot believe it. And it was because of her article about writing about the police officer that was kidnapped or that she kidnapped. Tell you what, that's actually a great article. She wrote it for a first-person view of herself, of being able to say my time being kidnapped by the police. Whoa, that story would gain some traction. No wonder my she got... My time of getting kidnapped by police. Dude, tell me how many hits that article's not going to get. Oh, dude, she knocked it out the park. Yeah, no wonder the Daily Planet hired her ass. So that means she's going to be spending the summer in Metropolis. Clark, he seems a little disappointed with it because he thought he was going to have the summer with her. Chloe then says, well, you got to be able to come visit me because it would take him 30 seconds to visit her and he could do it every single day. So his little disappointment look is stupid. Well, she doesn't know he has power, so there's going to be the, you know, the jigs up on that one. If he, he can't do it that often. I, go, I get on the train every day at 5 a.m. for you because I love you. There's a train in fucking well, I'm just Malta, saying he goes, my, oh my god. I got on the tractor at 5 a.m. <laughs> Does that make it better? And so, um... And he's going on. John Mayer May is yes. playing right now, dude. John Mayer knows such thing. And I was like, oh, this is one of those things. The moment this started, I go, wait, there's going to be a build-up here. And there was like a little awkwardness here. Yes. And Chloe was like, okay, well, I just, yeah, I just wanted to tell you, so... I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Clark, Clark doesn't let her leave. Says, hey, I actually have a question for you. Would you be wanting, or do you happen to have a date for the spring formal? Chloe immediately says, well, not at the moment. Mm -hmm. Well, I was hoping that you would, uh, hoping that you would go with me as my date. Chloe's face, completely about to cry. She is wanting to take this farm boy, and she is wanting to roll around in the hay. This is her time to get down and dirty with this man. And she is... She's really trying to contain her yeah, excitement, too. She, you can tell she's, like, deep oh, breathing. She is turning red. She's saying, I would love to, Clark. I, I actually like her response, too. Now, I'm going to get out of here before my good karma runs out because something usually gets screwed up at Smallville. For real. And Clark, well, uh, Chloe... I'm, I'm sorry I didn't ask you sooner. Whoa. I was like, I thought he was going to say completely something else. I, uh, I was like, okay. But then what does Chloe say? It's okay. It was completely worth it. Oh. And it's... And Clark is Clark so... Clark is so... so he's so funky. He's now waving his hoe around. Oh, yeah. 
I'm gonna get I back get to it. my hay. So now we're cutting in after our John Mayer happy scene. What do we have, Joseph? We got Hamilton. Is he unannounced here? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because so he goes, do you have my results? Yeah, he just yes. barged in, yes. and he actually does have the results. That's why he's there to show him and what tell him um, that they found a what is that? It's an octagon, right, or hexagon? Octagonal, hexagonal shaped piece. It's a no. It's an octagon. You're exactly right. Okay. Yeah, piece of metal. Me piece of metal or some type of alloy, and Hamilton said, "There's no alloy like this on Earth." And so it is Lex, Abby now staring at it as skeptical, being like, I finally have something. Where and then we it see came. Finally, the first instance of Kryptonian symbols. And the symbols finally and, flashes and, on the ship. And yep, and it shows the matching keyhole on the ship for Clark's ship. And, and it cuts to the end. And that is our episode. And we're getting close to Kryptonian heritage bro i don't care i'm almost done with this season i'm gonna get my season two baby oh it's happening season finale coming up oh my god yep it's been a long little road on this yeah. season bro this season was tough i'm worn out damn yeah this season was tough i feel like clark having asked chloe to the spring formal right now damn the next one is gonna be so good dude yeah because it's spring formal Ah, uh, your heart's gonna get broken in so many ways. Oh my god, if I'm not devastated and crushed, I'm gonna be so upset. You're gonna be mad. Because <laughs> I wanna be mad that I'm not watching season two, episode one right after. I wanna be that mad where it's like, I gotta hold it. I gotta hold on together. Oh yeah, you're gonna yes. have to deal with the cliffhanger, dude. Yeah. You gotta deal with it in some way. We all had to, okay? So, what did you get this episode? Do you have fun facts on it? I got nothing on this episode. Um, well, the, the, the dick officer, his name's Aaron Douglas. He was the turtle in the flash. Oh, so he was always a piece of crap. He's probably the turtle in this. This probably his before job. And I think, uh, I think the old guy, the one, the, the, the crop duster, I forgot his name, but he plays a crazy Carl in Sonic. The one who draws, it's like the conspiracy theorist. Yeah. On Sonic, they don't know if he's real, so he. But that dude always sees him. Oh, he's that guy. So he's always a crazy farm guy. Yeah, I think there was. I want to say there was something else that he was in that was funny, but yeah, Sonic, and then he had a. Uh, oh, he played. Uh, he played the original Beverly Marsh's dad in the It TV mini miniseries. Oh my god! So he was the cause of that. So no yeah, matter. Yeah, he was the shitty dad, like the Al Marsh or whatever. He has, he's not played good roles. He has played just crazy, crazy, crazy white <laughs> old guy. Crazy old white guy. Dude. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, that was it, bro. Sometimes you gotta get the roles you can get. Obscura accomplish. Yeah, this is Boober. What, what do they call it? The penultimate episode? The only... By the way, you know what sucks? Is that you have to watch this episode in order to have Lex's key. That's the only way. Yeah, his part in this whole episode. I mean, yeah, he looks shitty, but man, his the where his, the story's going now. And we, I forget. I honestly forgot that he's the first one that finds the key. No, I did forget that too. I totally thought it was gonna be like John or. Um, I thought somebody had it from the field already. Yeah. Not that there was somebody search had to search for it. I personally thought because at some point you know Clark meets this man who helps him kind of find out about his heritage. Spoiler. But, chill, dude. 
And anyways, I thought it was going to be him that hands him the key because he's obviously a researcher and maybe he just had the shit already. So, Dude, don't spoil anything for me, okay? Bro, you don't know anything. I want anything to be a surprise for me. Alright? I want to be like Lana and have a precog vision. Ooh. Oh my god. Alright, so again, thank you for listening to the Somebody Save Me podcast. We are going to be back for the final episode of season one next week. We will be expecting some special guests, so it'll be quite an entertaining episode. Share the episode, like the episode, and give me a comment now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Can you still explain that inside joke about Winnie's driving? (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen, dude.